So once again, our topic is practicing genuine love. And that can be found in Romans 12, 9 through 21. So let us just bow, and bow our heads before we get started. Dear God, thank you, Father, for this opportunity, Lord Father. You give us, dear Lord Father, to learn more about your will, your word, and your way. I pray, dear Lord, that something is said or done, dear Lord Father, that may challenge us, Father, to uh, be more faithful to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right. Um, so let's, first of all, start start again let's look at verses 9 through um 9 through 12 it says in romans 12 9 through 12 let love be without dissimulation abhor that which is evil cleave to that which is good be kindly affectionate one to another with brotherly love in honor preferring one another not slothful in business fervent in spirit Serving the Lord, rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, continuing in instant prayer. Um, <clears throat> so just like our topic is our topic says that we're practicing genuine love. This particular passage starts off by saying that we should love without dissimulation. Not only does it say that we should love without dissimulation, dissimulation, it says abhor that which is evil and cleave to that which is good. If we truly love God and we say we love him, what are some signs that we will show that we truly love him? And we'll start with you, Deuce, and we'll go all the way to the back to Zevion. What are some signs that you truly love God? Pray and forgive often, give and and give offering. Okay. Follow his commandments, Zavion. Have faith in him. Yes, all of these different things take place, but the big picture here for us is to show brotherly love. So that's the first thing we need to take a look at because this is exactly what they're going to um, continue to talk about. I'm sorry. Be kind, be kind towards one another and show brotherly love. So brotherly love meaning that meaning means that if my brother needs something, I'm going to make sure that I help him the best that I can. It doesn't mean that I'm going to hate him because showing brotherly love means that I have the love of who inside of me? God, but I have the love of Christ inside of me. His spirit lives inside of me. How do you know? Um, how can you really tell? Um. If someone is related the way they look the way they act and then most importantly the way they treat each other other right so the way they look we should look like who Christ we should look like Christ right and that doesn't mean that we have his facial features his body his, it means that we are walking in his spirit right and then they said the way Y'all said the way what they act, right? And so I know there's some things that I think about. Um, if you get on the phone and you talk to any one of my brothers, we can all mock my dad and emulate his voice to a T. Like you, like if you weren't paying attention and we were walking down the street and I didn't see my brother and I heard my brother call my name, 
and it, and he called it in the way that my daddy says it, I would think that that is my dad, right? I'd be like, dog, why my daddy over here? But it's not really my dad, right? And they know how to act just like my father, right? And not only did y'all say that they look alike, they act alike, but lastly, the way they treat each other. Christ said, he said, you shall know that they are mine by the way they what? Yeah, they love each other, right? So we must, number one, show brotherly love. If Zevion and Zyron fought all the time, which I'm pretty sure y'all y'all had fights before as brothers. Um, if you haven't, then that's good. Um, but I'll speak for myself. I know me and my brothers had some serious fights. I mean, I remember I hit my brother in the um, I hit my brother in the leg with a ba- baseball bat, and that boy was limping for a couple of days. And my brother, uh, I was in the tree. And I was in his way when he was trying to shoot a bird. And that boy shot me in my lip with a BB gun. I mean, like, we had some serious, very serious, very, very, very serious fights, right? But at the end of the day, no matter how extreme those fights are, we still love each other. Now, imagine how crazy that is. For us as Christians, the only way we can truly show brotherly love, because I can imagine one of my brothers shoot me, I don't want to be around them in Christ, right? But the only way we can truly love them is because the love of Christ is in us, right? And it causes us to forgive them. Peter said, how many times shall I forgive, right? My brother, if he can sin against me, Jesus is like 70 times 7. Peter's like, good night. Because we are to exemplify or we should look like what Christ looks like, right? So then he, then he goes further on and he says, be kindly affectionate once one with another with brotherly love in verse 10, preferring one another, not slothful in business, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord, rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, continuing in instant prayer. Let's move to verse 13. And it says, distributing to the necessity of the saints, giving to hospitality, bless them which persecute you, bless and curse not rejoice with them that do rejoice and weep with them that weep be of the same mind one toward the other second thing we must realize is we must have the mind of christ dude starting with you what does it mean to have the mind of christ Let's take a look at it again. Bless them which persecute you. Bless and curse not. Jesus was on the cross with nails in his hand, nails in his feet, a crown of thorns on his head. And he looked down in the crowd and he said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Right. And they're cursing him. Right. They're calling them all these different things. They said, if you be the son of God, come down from the cross, right? Ah, he said he was the son of God. Ah, he said he's really got him. Look at him, look at him, a failure. And in the midst of all of this criticism, in the midst of all of these people saying these different things about him, he says, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. What a great example. 
Another example. Stephen is being stoned, right? He's being stoned. Think about this. If you have been hit with a rock before and you have and you haven't wanted to fight, I don't know what you I don't know what to say about that. But if you ever get hit by a rock, if you just get hit by a rock in your knee, like your kneecap, you you'll start you'll have a little tear come down your eye. You get hit, I got I think I got hit right here in the back before you talking about wanting to break down and cry, you get hit with a rock. Steven is being stoned to death. Y'all got to think about this. They probably hit him upside his head a couple of times. They probably hit him in his chest a couple of times. Uh, hit that heart, right? Hit him in the back of the head of all things. They hit you in the front. You get hit in the front, it's okay. You get hit in the back of the head, that's just stupid disrespectful, right? But Steven here is being stoned, right? They're stoning him to death. And then he says what? Forgive them for they know not what they do. Good night. And he has the mind of Christ. And we should have the mind of Christ. He says, bless them which persecute you. Bless and curse not. Rejoice with them which rejoice. And weep with them that weep. Right? We see the mind of Christ. We see the character of Christ. When Lazarus was dead, he walked up to Lazarus' um, sisters. And they were... And Jesus... It said in the, in the verse, it said, Jesus what? He wept, right? And Jesus cared so much about them. He loved them so much. Their pain was so, I can just imagine how painful it is, right? That he just wept, right? And it just needed, it just said, Jesus wept. Just two words, right? Just to get an experience of what it is to look like walk like and talk like Christ. <laughs> then he says, be of the same mind, one towards another. So not only does this take a look at the view of those in the world who need the love of Christ, but it also takes a view at the love that we should have for each other. Right? Those disciples were together. Jesus made, that, made sure that they were together. They felt like brothers. They were brothers because of Christ's blood, we are our brothers and we have sisters because of Christ's blood and we all should be of the same mind. I have a um, teacher, she works with me and she was, uh, they were talking about a lot of politics, 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 and she came to me and she was like, why do they keep, why do we have to keep talking about this? And she was like, look, I, I love Christ, you love Christ and that's the reason why we can talk even though our colors are different, right? I'm white, you black. It doesn't even matter because we love Christ more than we love our color. We love Christ more than we love the, the Republicans and the Democrats. We love Christ more than we love the conservatives and the liberals. We love Christ. And so therefore we can have this love towards each other because of the love of Christ that is in us, right? Because we have the exact same mind. And it is not hard to love when you have the exact same mind. It's hard to love when you don't. But still here, Christ doesn't give us an excuse. And Paul, as he's writing his letters to the Romans, he does not give them an excuse not to forgive and not to love. Let's move on into the second part of verse 16 on down. Mind not high things, but condescend of men of low estate. Be not wise in your own conceits. 
Recompense to no man evil for evil. Provide things honest in the sight of all men. If it be possible, as much as light in you, live peaceably with all men. So for these verses, our next point will be to be be humble. Be humble. Said, mind not high things, but condescend uh, to men of low estate. Be not wise in your own conceit. So Christ was the most humble man to walk on earth, right? He is God, right? And he comes down to earth in shape and fashion into the form of a man, right? And when he walks to earth, right? Can you imagine? He knows exactly what you're thinking and he's walking next to you. Right, you could be thinking about which he already. Well, let's let's just say it this way: Judas was thinking about what betraying him, right, and getting him killed. And Jesus is what walking with. How humble do you have to be, right? Now we know that as God's purpose, we know it was going to be allowed. But I could I, I could have said long. Look, I know you're trying to kill me. You think I, I can? I know your thoughts, right? And he is walking with him. He knows Peter is going to deny him, right? And Peter, when the crock crows three times, like you're going to deny me. You're going to deny me. Oh, no, Jesus, I ain't going to deny you, man. I love you. I ain't going to deny you. Look at Christ. And then guess what? When Christ is risen from the dead and he comes back, who does he go get? Peter, huh? Imagine what we would do. We would be like, you know what, man, he turned his back on me, man. I don't even like him no more. Matter of fact, when I see him, I'm going to make sure I hit that boy upside his head a couple of times just to let him know, like, hey, you ain't want to fight with us, and I ain't with you no more, right? Imagine how humble you have to be, how you have to bring yourself down. And not only that, think about those who are in the church who are, who are brilliant. God has given them brilliant minds. They're so smart, and they can't come down, right? Or if you don't understand this text um, that the Lord has put in here, contextually speaking, like, okay, like, it's okay. Like, you don't have to go that far. You don't have to go that deep. Sit down somewhere. Right. But Christ hasn't called us to that. Right. And then lastly, look at how simple, how simple Christ made things. Think about it. He made it so simple that a child could understand. And an adult can also understand. No matter who you are, you understood the teachings of Christ, right? No matter who you are. And his parables were right there where we can just be like, man, that's true. I understand it. And that is for our benefit. So Christ calls us to be humble. Lastly, closing in verses 19 through 21. Dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves, but rather give place unto God. For it is written, vengeance is mine. I will repay, saith the Lord. Therefore, if thy enemy hunger, feed him. If he thirst, give him drink. For in doing so, thou shalt heap coals of fire on his head. Be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. This last one, we must know at the end that God will deliver. No matter how hard the situation gets, no matter how challenging it is, no matter what people do to us, if we're obedient to God, God will deliver us and he will also deal with our enemies. 
because he says vengeance is what? Vengeance is mine. It's mine. It's not yours. It's not theirs. It's mine. I'll close with this, and I probably told you guys this before. Uh, <coughs> we were walking down the street one day, and it was this guy. I think his name was Damien. I'm not, and I know Marcellus was a part of it too. But these two guys were walking down the street, and it was me and my brothers. We were walking, and we are heading to school. And i never forget it. I had the Raiders starter jacket. They're coming back out, so I might get another one. But they had this Raiders starter jacket. And the Raiders starter jacket during that time in the 90s was like the thing to have. Not only was it a thing to have, it was a thing that if you had it, you're going to get jacked for it. We were walking down the street. And i never forget, man. Them boys, they was big, man. They like way bigger than us. And all of, my, all of a sudden, I see somebody grab my brother by the back of his collar, pull him. He fall down. He start crying. I look. We take off running, scrambling. They came, snatch my jacket off. And I'm like, man. Like, we run back home. We go get my dad. Like, they stole our stuff. They stole our stuff. They stole our stuff. My dad like, who stole your stuff? Like, everybody get in the car. We get in the car. We go up to the school. My brother point Damon. I said, him. And my dad walks up to him. And he goes to deal with him. And the boy starts crying. We get our jackets back. We get everything that was stolen back. Because vengeance wasn't ours, right? <laughs> they messed with his sons, right? And since you messing with his sons, he's bigger than us. He's stronger than us. He's more knowledgeable than us. And he is the only one who can truly go in there and get the job done. And that is the same for the Christians. We still must love when people do us wrong. We still must... Um, trust that God is going going to deal with them but in the midst of it if we're walking like Christ and we're being obedient God will take up and he will seek vengeance on those who do wrong to us alright let's bow ahead in prayer dear God thank you Father for your word dear Lord thank you Father for the strength of your word thank you Father for the peace in your word pray that you may clean and clear our hearts and our minds dear Lord that we may be more faithful unto you dear Lord and I just ask you may bless the remainder of this day and this time that you may receive all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.